We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody and welcome back hey, for yet hey. another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, mm. with my good buddy Dan. Dan, Super Bowl week, man. We're Super almost to uh, oh almost to the big game. You had to do it. Now we're just not no soccer today, man. <laughs> I'm in football mode. It's uh, it's cool, and we all want Brady to lose, right? Mm-hmm. Brady, or to, Gronk, all of them. Yeah, maybe maybe just get a little high ankle sprain. I don't know. Is that weird? <laughs> I'm not wishing death on him. Just a little little tweak. <laughs> I, I actually don't want him to get injured. I just want the Chiefs' defense to just like manhandle him. Oh, put him on the ground because right. the dude's not used to being sacked. No, he doesn't get hit, and it's like if you're defensive line, you want to hit him because he doesn't know what that feels like. Yeah, and I mean they're they're the Chiefs' defensive line. You know they they got it's decent. Uh, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, like they, there's a number, there's players there who can, who can uh, put some pressure on a quarterback. And then you get players like Taron Matthew who can come from all over the field and, and the you sniper, know what bro. he's going to do. The headhunter, man. Absolutely. So I just, I don't want Tom Brady apologists or Buccaneers fans to have any sort of excuse if the Chiefs win and be like, yeah, Brady got hurt. And if he was in there, you know, he's mm. greatest of all time. Good so, point. Oh, it's interesting. It's not really going to be a home game for them. Because they're giving a ton of tickets to like uh, healthcare workers and stuff too, so it's like, I don't know, man. How many people are really going to be Bucks fans in that stadium at the end of the day? It's it's weird because, I mean, this is the first time in the common era I think that a, a team has played in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. And and yeah, you're, you're right. right. Your your immediate thought is this is a de facto home game, but like you said, clubs get so clubs, but teams. I'm still in soccer mode get so few tickets to like distribute to their fans if any that like the the fans are people who are the ones who pay thousands of dollars on on you know the, the secondary market um, most of the tickets the vast majority of tickets go to to sponsors at least in a regular year and like you said yeah healthcare workers this year and i know there's some healthcare workers from the Kansas City area that got tickets sure. that are going i so, i think you know if if he throws three interceptions like he did against the packers the Chiefs are going to capitalize on what the right. Packers couldn't. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. It's it's exciting, man. And and we've never. You're not from here, but there's never been a time where we, 
even felt that we'd be in a Super Bowl, let alone twice in two years. And Especially that at the end of 2020 being so down, like this is a high point, man. Right. And that not only is it, okay, back-to-back years in the Super Bowl, you're defending champions, but the Chiefs are set up for the next 10 years to be perennial contenders. Which just means everyone's going to hate us, just like we've hated <laughs> the Patriots for a decade. It's already starting. <laughs> it's already starting. I, I've yeah. seen some people who, who they're already tired of the Chiefs being as good as the Chiefs are. and They hate know. Mahomes. And I, I'm, I'm just like, pump the brakes. We don't know what this feels like. We're still getting used to it, people. Right. Now... <laughs> I, I don't it's obviously not to Patriots level hate yet, but it's common, if, man. if things go with Mahomes as people expect it could, with you know, he's what 25, 24 years old, and he's got another 10 years at least of playing at a high level. Let's say that the, the Chiefs with make this team for God's sakes, because right. of his gorgeous contract. It's just, you know. It, you know, I'm not trying to, to, to jinx it. So, you know, knock on wood. And, and you could say Dan Marino thought the same thing. His, his rookie year, he made a Super Bowl, thought he'd be back and, and never did. But, man, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility for – if I'm a betting person, I don't think he's going to get to six rings like Brady did necessarily because that's insane. But three, four, like that's a real possibility. It's something to shoot for. I mean, to get that six, maybe even seven, why not shoot for that? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good goal to have. If you want to be the GOAT, chase the GOAT. Because yeah. I'll agree with you, Brady is the GOAT. Like, the yeah. man is is amazing. But Andy Reid is Bill Belichick, okay? Andy Reid's not out there taping people's practices. He's not <laughs> out there deflating balls like Tom Brady. Hell, Tom Brady's putting on a mustache and cutting Chiefs players' hair and giving them COVID this yeah. week. Yeah. Did you hear about that? <laughs> I, I, I know, who is it, uh, Demarcus Robinson? now on the covid list for for the chiefs was he one of them because it was all about a barber had covid and i just i'm not quick enough i'm like i hope someone put a picture of brady with a big old handlebar (laughs) mustache cutting hair (laughs) yeah i just i mean yeah i don't know i just i can't i don't want to see brady get and and no it's who wants anything good to happen for florida right now like florida's made a mess of everything and so florida's weird but that's what wrestlemania is going to be here and it's like so much is going on the same stadium Brady's a trumper. Like we don't want to, we really don't want to support that. Yeah. They made fun of him on SNL this past weekend about being yeah. a Trump supporter. Yeah. It's uh, I just, man, I'm, I'm going to be all in on the chiefs on Sunday and uh, yeah, we'll, oh, yeah. we'll see what happens. I, I, I feel pretty what? good. So oh, okay. we'll see. What's I, your I, go-to Super Bowl snack, man? Oh boy. Just a that... snack. We're not talking about big things like burgers or pizza. Right. Right. Maybe even nachos. I'll give you nachos nachos are nachos are good boneless wings that i mean it's hard to beat boneless wings that's i'm a i'm a pig in a blanket guy pigs well those vegan pigs in a blanket that that y'all made that one time those were good we're doing it again Real man good. The, the, the rabbits in a blanket they're the carrots <laughs> <laughs> rabbits in a hey that's not that's rabbits in a blanket is is, is not vegan either it's not vegan, so it's rabbit. It's rabbit food and rabbit a food and a blanket. Is. Yeah, it's uh, those are good. I mean, it, you would it's, never know the way we marinated them. Tastes like a damn weenie. I don't. I don't know what you mean because when you when you make a pig in a blanket and it, it, the 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 little you know cocktail sausage gets sort of mushy and, and stuff as it is. It doesn't have the same like snap that a hot dog always does. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know what it was that you guys marinated it in, but but you you take a it's bite. A mixture. And if you if you knew it was a carrot and you really really concentrated on trying to find the carrot flavor, 
you could get some carrot notes a little bit, but but if you just like hand it somebody and you're like, hey, pig in a blanket, and you dip it in a little mustard, no one would know. So we we've been baking them with everything bagel seasoning mm-hmm. into the bread. Yeah, that's been pretty legit. I remember when when this was. Gosh, it seems like a lifetime ago because we were tailgating at a sporting game. Wasn't it the first game last year? The was only it, game we was it last to? year? It might have been, but yeah, you had some of the everything bagel. Se- you didn't have all of them, but some of them. You're like, these are the everything bagel seasoned ones, and yeah. these are just the regular ones. And I was like, damn, this and that freaking that cashew uh, queso dip. Queso. See, but my wife doesn't like that, so she doesn't make it as much. And I'm like, oh, it's not all about that's you. Good. That's good. <laughs> See, that's that is another sort of like game day food i do like to make it's very much not vegan but you get like the Velveeta and the rotel and some, oh, yeah. some some ground beef or something you make queso dip oh my god it's i mean this was full of rotel man it yeah. was but like veganized it was good yeah. stuff well the vegan i'm getting stuff, hungry i'm excited <laughs> i'm sure the vegan version is much better for you because the one that i make is like you know instant clogged arteries so well true uh Velveeta will kill you but uh <laughs> cashews aren't exactly the healthiest nut in the world you know, on the scale moderation. of nuts, you know, yeah, they're they're a little fatty, a little a, a little on the you know more uh, indulgent side, but but that plastic Velveeta, man, <laughs> that's good stuff. I would just take a bite out of that block before I cooked it. I'm just, yeah. just eat it. It's it's good stuff, man. Good yeah, days. Now, I don't know. We've been trying to. I've been doing more cooking at home. We've been trying to to eat healthy. I got an instant pot for Christmas, so I've been yes. doing a lot of instant pot meals. And I've seen so, your pictures. <laughs> I haven't even posted nearly half of them, but it's, if you eat good, you got to post about it. I mean, or you're right. not doing it. It's like I made working some, out. Some orange glazed chicken last night. So it, was like, it wasn't fried; it was like grilled, but had like a sort of like an orange glazed, like Asian style sauce on it huh. with some rice. It was real, real good. So, well, I'm just I'm upset that we couldn't get together this Sunday. You know what I mean? That we can't like have like yeah. a party. Uh, yeah. You know, I missed that last year. I had a, a few people over, and uh, sorry, I didn't invite you, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh my dogs would have they were mad the whole time and loud anyway so yeah but it's different this year man and yeah. uh hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel you know i hope so um yeah parents are starting to get vaccinated um Got parents so, wow my grand yeah. my wife's grandparents are getting vaccinated i'm like they're like all right and then we're going to texas because it's cold here <laughs> <laughs> yeah my dad in, in la he already had his his first dose yes um and and he's waiting on here a second and and yeah it's you know i think i read uh a couple of days ago that more people have now received at least their first dose of a vaccination than have been diagnosed with coronavirus in the us so oh, damn. that's a that's a that's a good like threshold to cross that's um, pretty cool you know of course missouri is still dead last in the country in terms of vaccine distribution you guys are all messed up over there. Every time I see something <laughs> from KCTV5 come in on my phone, it says like Missouri legislators or lawmakers or vaccines. I'm like, oh, Jimmy is pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not great. Well, and it's even weird. I mean, we're not going to go down too political of a rabbit hole, but now our Republican governor is fighting with our Republican legislature because he said that they are trying to politically sabotage him. And I'm like, I don't even know what's happening anymore. Didn't They're all fighting with each re-election? other. How are, you, how are you going to get sabotaged? You just won. Well, because they, they didn't let him get, you're supposed to give the state of the state address in the house chambers, just like president gives state of the union in the house chambers. Okay. There was a, a COVID breakout in the Missouri state house. So they said, ah, we can't do this. So he gave it in the Senate, but now he's mad. He's saying that, that it was intentional sabotage to make him look bad so that he couldn't give a speech in the, in the house chambers. Ah. And like, I'm like I don't so he's know got why. a small penis. That makes sense. Probably. 
<laughs> that's the only thing that you would be upset about if you were insecure about yourself. I'm like, is this really what you should be worrying about right now when your state is dead last in the country in vaccine distribution? That's true. I'm so. I, I'm sad to be sad to be your neighbor, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know, we'll we'll there is light at the end of the tunnel. We're moving toward uh, some sort of a a post pandemic life at some point. I've yeah, been, I, uh, and what's that going to do? Do we want to go see anybody? Don't you dare invite me somewhere because I don't think I'm coming. I'll be like, yeah, I like home, I like home life. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, I mean, that's a good point. I never liked eating takeout food before. I'm like, if I'm getting food out, like I'm gonna go eat at a restaurant and get the full experience. Like, why would I want to short myself that experience? I kind of like takeout food now. Yeah. The only way my life changed <laughs> is that I didn't go to movies anymore yeah. and I didn't go to soccer games anymore. Yeah. Other than that, we always ate at home. You know, Except, we, you know, the movie thing. Don't got I, any friends. I, I'm a I'm a big fan of of like HBO Max. These movies just coming onto the streaming service where you can watch it for you know on your couch with your Atmos sound system and and your big screen TV and your own snacks. Like that's not a bad deal. There's nobody talking behind you big that you have deal. to yell at. No texting. Every every couple of weeks they got a new movie coming to HBO Max. Man, it's yeah. uh, it's been fun. It's it's you know it's it's not a bad deal. So do you we'll think see. you'll go back to AMC when things are safe? You think you'll go back to the theaters? Ah, man, it's I, I probably am not going to get a list again, at really? least not for a while. I'll, I mean, I, I think, you know, I had it and it was a good, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. It's like, a lot of movies. It's a lot. I saw it's a lot of time. It's a lot of movies, but if they continue to have sort of this hybrid streaming slash theater model, I just as well see not all movies, but a, a good number of the, like Lady Bird. I went and saw Lady Bird in theaters because, you know, I was like, I've heard this is good. It's up for an Oscar. But if I could watch Lady Bird on my couch, on my own TV, like that's not <laughs> one where I'm like, I need to like Dolby Cinema experience to watch Lady summer, Bird. Summer blockbusters and stuff, right. sure. You know, Star Wars, Marvel movies, you know, those types of things. Uh, yeah. Take me to a theater with an Atmos sound system and a giant screen and, and give me the full oh, experience. Yeah. When I saw Ford versus Ferrari, I was like, am I in a Ferrari? Exactly. <laughs> but, but you know, some of these smaller independent films or whatnot, I, I, I'm just as well watching it, which is probably not great because they're the ones that probably need more of the box office revenue. True. But, you know. True. Hey, We're just thinking for ourselves here. And That's right. It's, it's the American way. Our theater's right next door. I mean, we could walk there and... 10 15 minutes maybe so yeah. it's uh well that theater's like being real, in chicago it's a real good i mean that's outside of town center and you could make an argument that the olathe amc in some ways is even better than town center amc because town center doesn't have the the same sort of like dine-in setup that right olathe does yeah so, true anyway it'll be interesting man I, i'm excited to get back to normal and uh we have talked for 20 minutes about not say this is a soccer podcast if you're joining us for the first well, time it's goddamn off season all right let's all relax <laughs> we ain't even starting preseason for a whole month all right who knows if we're getting a season we're gonna get into the shit show that is yeah the, i'm gonna make jimmy break it down for us because i don't probable, know what's going on probable lockout tomorrow if you're listening to this on wednesday sorry as of tomorrow we're probably not having a league at the moment because is that for real February 4th, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time is the uh, deadline for uh, a new collective bargaining agreement to be finalized. And if the two sides cannot come to an agreement by 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time on February 4th, CBA officially canceled, lockout. Lockout until when? 
until the two sides can come to an agreement, which in theory could be any time. But but if they take the step of of locking players out, I don't. So okay, let's let's just jump into it. Yeah, jump into um, it. And we didn't have any new reviews this week, so otherwise God we'd be reading them. So <laughs> if you want to leave us a five star rating and review, we'll we'll read it uh, next week if if you get it up there. And uh, if you haven't bought your Hello Toshi bidet, go to hellotoshi.com slash no other, get 10% off. Anyway. Yes, clean that booty. Housekeeping items out the way. So this goes back to what, December when, I mean, this is as a result of the pandemic. The, 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 the league in February of last year, before the pandemic really got going, had agreed with the MLS Players Association in principle to a new collective bargaining agreement. Pandemic happens new cba had not yet been ratified league shuts down okay so in june i believe it was last year the two sides the the players association and the league came together and they were like okay we know there's not going to be fans we know that if we're going to restart we got to come up with some some other uh situation here we got to redo this collective bargaining agreement and that's when they were able to come to an agreement that ultimately led to the MLS's back tournament that resulted in a little bit of reduced salary for players and some other um, concessions that the players made. And then there was some concessions that the owners made. And then it ultimately led to more agreements that led to the mini season that we had, including all flights being chartered, health and safety protocols, etc. Okay, so now we have to get to the, an agreement for the 2021 season owners are looking at this situation like hey, we're still not going to be a lot of fans for most if not all of the season in, in most places so we gotta we gotta say we we can't we can't play uh under the previously agreed upon collective bargaining agreement so what what the league said is hey we're gonna pay the players 100 percent of their salaries but we want to extend the cba the collective bargaining agreement that we agreed to last june for two more years through the 20 of beyond what the previously agreed to uh, CBA was through the 2027 season. And the players associations like, well, hold on. Like we, we don't want to extend it for two more years yeah. because that why, gives us, why are you trying to lock us in for six years? Right. That you gives us 2027. Yes. That gives us <laughs> even less power because the, the, the CBA they had agreed to would go through 2025. Now they want it to go through 2027. So the Players Association comes back and they're like, no, no, no. We'll agree to an extension through 2026. But we want to lower we want to lower the age requirement for what constitutes a free agent. So they were like, we want it to be like anybody who's 24 now and has had four years of MLS experience. That's and pretty reasonable. Seems very reasonable. Yeah. They're like, yeah, MLS is like, no. MLS not only said no, they they said hardline that we are, they said, um, we remain far apart and we will extend the 30 day negotiating period by one week to provide every opportunity to finalize the agreement. And so that one week extension is February 4th at 11.59 PM Eastern time. So basically the league is telling, or they're trying maybe they're bluffing, but they're trying to tell the players association agree to everything we want, or we're going to have a lockout. And so this has not sat well with uh, a lot of MLS fans. Um, this has not sat well, obviously with the players association, because they're like, yo, we came and we met you halfway. Like that's how negotiating works. Like we had our offer, you had your offer. We then came back and said, okay, let's, let's go halfway in the middle here. And the owners basically said, screw you. So, wow. 
it's uh, you know, we're supposed to start on April 3rd, a season, but if there's yeah, a man. lockout, that may Two not months happen. from today. Mm-hmm. If there's a lockout that may not happen. Um, and we were talking about this a, a little bit before the recording started. It's, it's in some ways not surprising, but one thing that I think is weird is how, so MLS issues their statements and I expect that those are on MLSsoccer.com, but their statements verbatim have been going on every club's website. So if you go to Sporting KC, not only do they have the MLS issued statement on SportingKC.com, they also have uh, what they're calling a frequently asked questions about the MLS CBA discussions. And it's all yeah. like a league slanted, like this is why the league is doing what they're doing. And this is why we're being so good. And it's the players association who's being difficult. And it, it just doesn't sit well with me. That doesn't feel right. And, and, you know, we also talked about this a little bit over the years, team, uh, team websites have been progressively getting more league based and more generic and not having a lot of creative control, similar to everyone having to put three stripes on the Jersey or, uh, you know, they've been handcuffing them and sporting KC had some, has some damn creative people and they're not able to, to work. You know, right. it, it's interesting to me that they're just forced to, they're forced to tweet certain things or uh, I don't know, man, Nazi Germany up in here. Yeah. And, and what's, what's, <laughs> can I, can I wear, can I wear a Charlie Chaplin mustache or is that forever ruined? It's probably ruined, right? I, I would, I would caution against it. Yeah. Wouldn't be good. I don't think definitely don't wave at anybody. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't do it. It's okay. just like, I don't know. Looking at this like FAQ thing, they're like, there's just trying to paint themselves as the good guys. So which I get, but like, it's just so disingenuous. Like after listening to the players, we came up with a thoughtful, fair and simple proposal to seek no salary reduction in, in, in exchange for just a two year extension to the CBA. And the owners will assume all the financial losses from the pandemic. This And it's like, shut up. Like it's a lot of descriptors there, thoughtful well, and fair. and Right. And then they try to be like, this puts us in line with the rest of North America's most successful leagues like the NFL, NBA, and NHL that all have bargaining agreements that range from seven to 11 years. And it's like, well, yes, they do, but that's what because, are their free agency laws? Well, one, there's, n- you're out of a contract, you're a free agent. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> like, talking about. It's not the same. And, but, but it's also not the same because the media rights deals for those leagues are so drastically different. And that's a big part of the problem is the the MLS media rights package is at least the national package is done I think after the 2022 season and then they get a agree to a new media rights deal they've told clubs not to extend their local deals past then that's going to be potentially a very large source of revenue the NFL can sign billion dollar agreements for the next 10 years with ESPN and NBC for Monday Night Football and Sunday Night Football and CBS and Fox for the Sunday games so yeah they can sign seven-year CBAs because the players can look at that and go, okay, we know that the league is going to make $17 billion over the next seven years in TV revenue. So we can agree that we want this percentage of it, which means we're going to get this much money. If you're asking the MLS players to agree to a collective bargaining agreement now through 2027, you're asking them to agree to percentages in terms of a not yet existent deal. So how can they, how is that fair? It's just- my my wife will be very happy because she was like, I think you should explain to me the CBA business. And I said, uh, <laughs> I, I read about it and I just don't know what the hell I'm reading. So I'll uh, I'll ask Jimmy to get into that a little bit. 
<laughs> well, they, clearly I have some thoughts. Yeah, you do. Um, I dig it. Well, and it, and it was kind of cool because so the, the International Supporters Council, which is sort of like the fan union, if you will, it's not really a union. Right. Uh, but they made bunch a statement. Of, bunch of nerds that live in their mom's <laughs> basement meeting together. I get it. Well, they came out and, and as part of that statement that both the Cauldron and the South Stand put out a joint statement together, which basically said, you know, uh, they talk about the importance of, I'm not reading it verbatim, but the importance of uh, soccer in the community, it, it unites people, gives us a chance to bring awareness. And over the last year gave us a 90 minute escape at, you know, every time we had a game. Um, but their last part, it says, none of this was possible without the players we love. During a season full of fear and uncertainty, our players were there. They made financial and safety sacrifices to play, to play for us. Those players need our support at this time in seeking the fair, fair treatment from MLS they deserve. As members of the Kansas City soccer community, we stand by our players and support them in their current labor negotiations, which I thought was cool because... I think the No Other Pod Twitter account retweeted that. We Seems did. Uh, very, <laughs> it's a very informative account that I follow. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. If you don't follow it, follow us at no other pod on twitter.com. Um so yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna play out. It's possible that the so we're recording this on Tuesday, which almost guarantees that when we would release this on Wednesday morning, then by Wednesday at lunchtime there will be news that the league has come to an agreement with the players association and everything we've talked about for the last 20 minutes is now out of date because that's how it works. That's true. So you're welcome. We <laughs> we caused an agreement. Um, yes. <laughs> it's just I don't know man the, the, there's another aspect that and I'm really trying not to get too much in the weeds but if there's a lockout okay the MLS Players Association can decertify which basically means they they decide we're going to dissolve as a union if like they just like Thanos just gone basically Thanos snap decertify <laughs> boom blip here's why they could do that. And here's why they might threaten to do it because it's a negotiating tactic. If they decertify it essentially, from my understanding, enables MLS players to go out of their contracts and sign with leagues anywhere else in the world, because suddenly the the union that negotiated their collective bargaining agreement and thus the terms under which their contracts were negotiated decertified and no longer exists. So So Tim Millie is just like, boom, I'm going to Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why this is kind of a big deal because if the owners follow through with this in an effort to recoup some money in the short term, it very easily could be at the long-term detriment or potentially threaten the long-term viability of Major League Soccer. Hmm. So not to sound overdramatic, but it's, it's an important it's thing. Yeah. It's, and that, it's scary and it affects all of us, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're uh, selfish and we're like, you know, let's just get it done already. And I'm sure it has way more to do with just getting it done already. Yeah. It's, you know, I mean, when, when this is all said and done, we've had Tim Melia on a, a few times on the podcast. I, I would love to get him on here to get an insider's look at what happened from the oh, players association. Standpoint. Why didn't we just get him on today? And he probably would have had the worst things to say. It would have been amazing. He might have, although I'm I'm guessing he's if if Thursday's the deadline, they're probably, I would guess, busy trying to hammer yeah. out an actual agreement. Not to mention <laughs> Tim might be the most professionally spoken athlete I've ever listened to. You know what right. I mean? He's very uh, to the point. In which case, I would say Tim, 
shove all that professionalism up your butt <laughs> and tell us what you really feel like. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think we could get him on to talk about it after the fact. I, I, he seems like the type of guy who wouldn't want to do anything to risk, you know, like running a foul and, and, and risk the position of the players association, but who knows? We'll keep an eye on it. Well, and definitely, you know, we'll check in and make sure he's even still a part of that. He might not be. So that's true. Yeah. It might change every year. Although I would guess if he's not specifically the players association rep for the team, he's probably helping whoever is and and is actively involved in it. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see, but we'll get him. We'll have our people call his people. We'll get it done. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. Uh, It's just, yeah. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully something gets done and it's all for naught and it's just bluster. And it very well could be. I like That's how negotiations work. Bluster. So, <laughs> um, let's see here. In, in other, there's not a ton of sporting KC news. We, we talked about Benny Fellhaber getting the job last week as, as part of the technical staff. We don't, we still don't know exactly what his job is, but we have a little right. more information. But we did get a, a Benny question on Twitter. That's a good place if you want to throw that in here. We did get a Benny question see, on Twitter. This here, is where I interject. Uh, I believe you can say who it is, but the question was. It's from Daniel Gooden. Yes. Like, will he get more cards than Roger? Do you think Benny will get more cards than Roger this year? Which is a valid question. It's a very funny (laughs) thing to think about. That's very funny because I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. It's Benny gets fired up. And so we don't even know if he'll be on the sideline, to be honest. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the thing. Uh, we don't we don't yet know. So here's here's what Benny said. One, this is interesting. Benny said he's been talking about uh, working as a member of the technical staff with Peter for basically more than a year. Yeah. And it probably would have happened last year were it not for the pandemic. It's is what I read. Why is um, that exactly? I don't, I don't. You mean like they couldn't hire him last year or something? Or? I don't know if it was he, they couldn't hire him or just finances and and you know. Because he went out to UCLA. Yeah. To it, coach and it's like. All it says is Failaber revealed that he and Vermees discussed a potential opportunity for more than a year dating back to his playing days. He always wanted to get into coaching, but the global pandemic made things difficult in 2020. He ended up becoming an assistant coach at UCLA this past year. You know, by the way, you wouldn't even know there was a global pandemic because everyone had to squeeze into Rally House to get their Chiefs AFC Conference Championship <laughs> t-shirt. Just wait, people. They'll still yeah. be there next week, you idiots. Wait a couple of weeks. They're going to be on sale next week when the Super Bowl shirts are out. I saw videos of that and I was like, just hang on. Yeah. You don't need to wear it to your job tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> I've, I've never gotten that, especially now that they've already won a Super Bowl. Like the shirts that are like, we made the playoffs or we won the AFC championship. It's like, I don't want that. I want the I one that says to, we're the Super Bowl champions. I used to get the KU basketball bracket shirt every year. And I was like, well, they make the tournament every year. What am I doing? Yeah. See, <laughs> this now- is a given. I bought when I was, USC basketball was in March Madness a few years ago and they played in the Tulsa regional uh, mm. bracket. And so I drove, I just took a day, drove down there, went to the game, drove back. Uh, I bought the shirt when I was there because I was like, USC is historically garbage at basketball. They're not always there. They're not always a part of it. Right. And I was like, and not only are they usually historically garbage at basketball, it was a really good game. We ended up losing to Baylor, but like it was a really good game and Baylor was a high seed. And I got to be there. So I was like, this is a fun memory. I'll buy the bracket shirt. It, ma- but, it makes sense. But now, like, I don't know. I just saw videos of everyone cramming in. I had to like, had to say pa- something. Patriots fans aren't buying AFC championship t-shirts when, you know, yeah. Tom Brady's going for a sixth Super Bowl. 
Act like you've been there before, right? right? Like relax. I get it when like the Royals made the World Series in 2014. Like by the World Series gear, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't expect them to go win it the next year. Like that makes sense. Exactly. But I'm all about waiting to get like if we win this year, I will go buy a hoodie or something. Like I bought a Christmas ornament last year. It's the coolest. I did I did learn for certain sporting events, you should wait until you know the result if you want to buy the memorabilia for it. Because I think I've told this story before when uh, I went down to Dallas to watch USC play Alabama, whatever it was in like 2016, 2017. That did not turn out well for you. I, I bought the shirt because, you, you know, they got the shirts with the helmets like going to crash at each other. And oh, it looks so sure. cool. Yeah, you're like USC, Alabama, AT&T Stadium on September 3rd, 2017 or whatever. And you're like, yeah. And then the game ends up 50 to six. And I'm like... <laughs> I don't think I want to wear this shirt. You're like, why would I wear this shirt and right. commemorate my, my <laughs> losing attitude that day? It's like, I should have waited until at least halftime to buy this shirt. <laughs> Not first thing when I walk in the stadium. Yep. You're like, this is going to be a great game. Oh boy. <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> so that's, funny. I'm not sure how I get on this topic. I just, I, I, I do that sometimes. Who knows? But, uh, yeah so Benny couldn't coach last year but this is what he said about the job he goes the job itself is evolving I'll be part of the coaching staff every day at training helping plan the sessions every week and plan for the team we're playing against I'll be very active with the first team in terms of scouting the entire coaching staff takes part I'll definitely have to learn that aspect so he almost sounds kind of like a coaching assistant he'll be scout team you know just like in football you're you're, you'll be on the scout team and run the formations and everything yeah i mean like peter and and carrie and and zoran like they're going to be the ones who are driving like the strategy and the tactics and whatnot but but benny's going to be able to be the guy who's who's there and he's going to be like okay this is the game plan this was my uh my coach at the (laughs) fantasy camp (laughs) yeah it's uh that's pretty laughed at my he laughed at my misfortune of trying to fit into a uh a jersey that was too small for me (laughs) yeah but it, it, it sounds like Benny will just be sort of helping uh, sort of put that plan into action, helping, especially yeah. the young guys. So we'll, we'll and see. And getting paid to be around people he likes like that. It just sounds like a fun job for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, he talks about how much Peter Vermees and, and Bob Bradley had an effect on his career. I mean, he, to Bob, the best. Bob Bradley, I, I think, wasn't he the coach of the U S men's national team when Benny was in the picture much more often. And then obviously he played for him under LAFC. I think so. so. Wasn't wasn't Peter, uh, you know, on the coaching staff for when he was on the youth national team? He may have been, yeah. yeah. So it's uh, yeah, a lot we'll of see. lot of love there. So I'd like I want to see them. I want to see them yell at each other, like on the sidelines <laughs> or something. Benny's passionate, man. He Benny is. yells at. I mean, Seth Sinovic's not here anymore for Benny to yell at, but Benny's gonna do some <laughs> yelling, and I think he might take over. Peter, you're losing your voice. I got this. It'll be really, I mean, we know Benny could play basically all three positions in the midfield. His, his best years for Sporting KC were sort of in that number 10 role, but then he dropped back and played a little bit more of a holding role. He could play number eight, even though it wasn't really his thing. It'll be interesting to see how involved Benny is with the midfield, like in the middle of the game. Peter's got so many things he's worried about. You know, he's going to have to focus on overall game plan, but I'll be curious to see how much Benny's talking with those midfielders and trying to help them fine tune whatever it is they're doing. Yeah, 100%. I'm excited about it. We'll see. Uh, did you see the new 2021 official match ball has been launched for MLS? I did. I didn't uh, I didn't look at all the panels and stuff. They said every team is represented on this ball. They 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 have the 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 cities written in like very 
fine. Font. Oh, the cities are just written. I thought it maybe says, all like, the Miami, crests Nashville. Like, no, that would have been cool. But that's nice no. fun then. It's just uh, the team names, or not okay. even the names, the the cities that the teams are from. But I mean, it's it's got it's, it's a great ball some, though. If you want to spend yeah. 130 bucks, <laughs> it's got some stars and stripes. It's got the the maple leaf, uh, a lot of red, yeah. white, and blue. Toronto for the yeah, maple leaf. Tell me this: if anyone buys the ball every year, let me know because I want to know why. Are you just collecting them? Are you playing with this ball? Because I know that ball is going to go in a sewer sometime or in a lake, a pond. You know what I mean? Let, I, Jimmy, I can't fathom buying a $130 ball. I, I won an official ball one time. Right. And I played with it like once. It's scary. It's you don't want to like ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. I, and I, the only reason I do play with it is because I didn't buy it. Right. I want it. <laughs> right. But it's, I'm very skeptical. Uh, I don't want some. I don't want Chris with his big boot to launch it into the forest off the outside know? of his foot. What he does? You better go get that fucking ball. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I don't know. I've never bought it, but it, it's they're cool looking. And I imagine, yeah, if you had a collection of like the game balls over the years, that'd be very cool. Not worth 130 bucks every thousand dollars. Yeah. So, we'll I'd be see. interested. As far as so, we did have a question um, from uh, Sean Curry. Center backs are still a big problem, huh? That's what his question was. And I would say, as it stands <laughs> now... That's the best question. Uh, as it stands now, yes. Although, I will say, there may be some movement on the center back front here soon. Probably Wednesday when we release the podcast, because like I said, that's when this tends to happen. Um, so, uh, don't got any of those center backs, huh? <laughs> it's just so funny. We, we did uh, talk about last week how um, French center back Nicolas Isimat-Mirin, uh, 29-year-old from uh, Besiktas in Turkey, was rumored to be potentially on his way to Sporting Kansas City. Uh, we, we talked about that a little bit last week. I, I don't have anything official to confirm on the incoming transfer standpoint. But what we can officially confirm, and this is usually the type of thing that happens before a transfer is officially announced, is Besiktas has officially announced that they have parted ways with Isimat Mirin uh, by mutual agreement. So they basically let him out of his contract. So that pieces are moving. I mean, that's a pretty good sign. Something's happening. Things are so happening. we could uh, we could have a, a fourth center back come in, and I'd still probably like another one, but it's it's something. Uh, one thing we know for sure is that Winston Reed will not be back with Sporting Kansas City, which we pretty much knew, but we know he it's assumed. official now. He has uh, joined Brentford FC on uh, on loan. Uh, so we'll enjoy will... not getting first place in your conference, Winston. <laughs> he will uh, be with the championship side for the remainder of the season, I guess, in the summer. If Sporting really wanted to, they could try to get him on a, a – second half of the year loan but i doubt it's gonna happen so we'll see but yeah isimat mirin i'm probably saying his his name wrong but uh it's yeah we'll see that could be um could be the the next big quote-unquote signing for uh for sporting kc and it'll be a 29 year old center back who is supposed to be um pretty big and physical and uh according to fifa has has pretty decent pace so We'll see there. Hmm. 
Let's see here. Okay. Uh, one other question from, from Daniel Gooden. He asked this last week. I think we didn't get to it because he asked a few questions, but, but I want to get to it this week. I think it's kind of interesting. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit before, but he said, who is your second favorite MLS team? I started following Cincinnati. Uh, they are kind of growing on me because I know they will not be as good as Sporting KC. So you've, you've followed a, a team or two here and there sort of as a secondary team, right? Yeah, kind of, hmm, kind of New York City FC. I mean, it was just because they were in a different conference than us and had yeah. similar colors to us, you know yeah. what I mean? And your boy Mikey Lopez was there for a bit. And Mikey Lopez was there, and Mikey Lopez got us free tickets, dude, to yeah. see them. And yeah. uh, and he was suspended. Him and Kyrie Shelton were suspended <laughs> for that game for, like, making an Instagram video or some shit. Yeah. But, it, yeah, I wish they had a better stadium, but it was cool to still go to Yankee Stadium. I was like, oh, this is neat. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, probably it's them. Not, not even I would have said Chicago Fire because I spent two years in Chicago, but uh, they didn't play in Chicago until now. So. And they've rebranded and are now rebranding again since you moved. That's true. Who knows <laughs> what they are? <laughs> uh, I, I've, I mean, they're in our conference, and and I wouldn't say I I, I wouldn't call them my second favorite team, but I, I kind of still have a soft spot for Minnesota United. They're always nice to us. Supporters yeah. get along very well. They, there was a beer exchange when they came here a couple seasons ago, and it was great. And their their stadium looks gorgeous. And and we both went up to games in Minnesota before uh, Allianz Field was was completed, and they were very nice then. Um, I still love Ike, and and yeah, they're just you know they're not the big baddie that Atlanta has been. So I, I don't mind Minnesota. Yeah. So for we'll sure. See. Let's okay. Let's see here. I think that is pretty much what we have for for Sporting KC stuff. I have a couple other things I want to talk about. You got any other SKC items on the agenda? Oh, that's about it for SKC, man. Yeah, that's it. Cool. I did want to give a shout out to uh, KC NWSL. They had their first practice this week. They're getting more and more players, making some trades, getting some draft picks in. Uh, shout out to. Ali Trost, who we've had on the pod before, she's doing some work with K- uh, KC uh, NWSL. She's doing like weekly recap videos that she's putting yes. out on her Twitter account that are going pretty well. She's killing it, man. Also, if you were a founding member, you better go. You might as well just go look at my my Facebook picture, bro. They sent out a free. They sent out a, a Facebook picture frame. If you were a oh, founding yeah. member, yeah. There you go. I was like, I'm putting that on the picture. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'm all in, dude. Fifty bucks to be a founding member. It's not bad. One time deal. 50 bucks for a Facebook frame. Love it. <laughs> and you'll get your scarf. You get a merch discount. They got some cool shirts. The first yeah. ones they came out with, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But they got they got a Nike like dry fit shirt now that has the, the temporary crest that I, I kind of dig. The temporary crest is, I wouldn't hate if that is just the crest. I don't know. It's not bad. But since I'm a founding member, I can go put that input in. I, I'm going to get to have conversations and let people know, hey, that crest is legit. Let's keep it. That's true. Dan, as a founding member, has uh, I'm not a founding member. I don't I I don't know if they're still doing it. I might you the boat. might be out of time, but because you don't have the Facebook frame, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dan for sure is a founding member, so that means he's gonna have a say in the name and the colors and the crest and the logo and everything. So uh, anything could happen. Tweet at Dan Kuzer with whatever you want the name of the club to be. We're, we're going on. lime green, babies. We're going lime green. He's gonna he's gonna pass on each and every one of your suggestions to KCNWSL. I mean, hey, I'll, I'll be a voice for the people, a voice yeah. for the voiceless. Yeah. 
So soccer McSoccer face and, and whatever else you can come up with, send it on uh, on to Dan yes. and he'll pass it along. FC KCSC, you know. <laughs> United. <laughs> United CF. Yeah. So uh yeah, but no, shout out to Ali, shout out to KCNWSL. It's it's coming together, man. Their 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 roster's taking shape. They they gave all their players like a a, a welcome pack that was like talking about yeah. championship city and, and whatnot. So City I want the welcome pack. Yeah. I'm a founding member. Where's my welcome pack? <laughs> Call up Brittany Matthews. Be like, yo, where's my where's my welcome pack? Nah, I'm we're still t- trying to get her on here. We're still I'm trying. Saying, I take it she never responded to your she uh, never responded. invite. <laughs> no. She's she's two pregs. Two pregs. Can't be bothered. No, I, it's probably not that. Oh. It's I, probably I would, I would blame everything on that. But yeah, I didn't get your <laughs> message. I'm pregnant. Like I would totally do that. It, I mean, it, I mean, she's running a fitness business. I think still she's a, a co-owner now, putting all that together, and uh, probably traveling to Tampa Bay to go watch uh, another Super Bowl. So Maybe she's traveling. I mean, she shouldn't, right? If you are pregnant, I'm, aren't you vulnerable in this crazy time? I, I mean, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I would guess that. If Patrick Mahomes told the Chiefs get a private plane to fly my fiance and pregnant, you know, mother of my child to the Super Bowl, they will find a way to make it happen. I'm not sure he needs to tell the Chiefs anything. He could just be like, I'll I'll just buy this plane. So yeah, yeah. just hold on. What's a yeah. plane even cost these days? I don't know. More than I will ever dream of making in 17 lifetimes. So it's I'm uh, just excited when I get a new car. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, no. Shout out to uh, to the KCNWSL uh, team, and we're looking forward to uh, seeing your your first. The first games are going to be in the uh, NWSL NWSL Challenge Cup, I believe. That's it's right. Be sort of their preseason tournament. So, not to be confused with the ultra cool name She Believes Cup, <laughs> which is the U.S. Women's National Team That's right. uh, tournament. Hey. KC, though, has a couple of women, uh, don't ask me names, I don't know them, but they're going to the Canadian national team for that She Believes Cup. There you which, go. The more I say it, the dumber it sounds. Uh, we need a new name for that cup, people. I think it was playing off of the I Believe chant. And, yeah, but and like I, women yeah. empowerment, I get that, but come on. Yeah, no, yeah, I hear you. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of uh, U.S. national teams, Ryan Pendry, and this is the last thing I got for, for this week probably, says uh it's not skc specific but i need to hear jimmy and dan's thoughts on the u.s men's national team i know you guys love talking about u.s soccer and then he put some laughing and crying emojis uh i didn't watch jimmy it was royal rumble bro (laughs) it was royal rumble and uh i i heard that there was uh there were some surprise returns it was cool the rumble's always fun man it's my favorite pay-per-view of the year so did did i see that kane came back yeah isn't he like an active mayor of a city he's a mayor bro how i want a <laughs> shirt that says my mayor could whoop your mayor's ass like <laughs> i just i was like do, do the people that, machine, maybe. do your constituents know that you're just like hold on i'll be back to, to dealing with our city's problems i gotta go beat some ass over at royal rumble it was great he choke slammed some people then got eliminated real fast easy money yeah i mean he's probably not you know in in the the, the most peak shape of his life anymore He's still a big son of a gun. I wouldn't yeah. mess with him. <laughs> but uh, I saw, yeah, I don't know. I Christian returned. Is that what I saw too? That was the coolest man. Him and Edge embraced. I was like, oh, I'm not crying. I'm so not one, crying. One of the things though, that's kind of a, and I, I imagine this has plagued wrestling throughout this entire pandemic. And I know they have their like Thunderdome or whatnot. They're trying to, to make it a little bit more of an atmosphere. But one of the things 
like I didn't watch Royal Rumble this year. I haven't watched and I, I watched WrestleMania last year and then I kind of checked in off and on and I see things on social, but like I didn't watch Royal Rumble last year either, but I saw the highlights leading up to WrestleMania and there was something so cool about when they're counting down to the next person who's coming out and it hit zero. And then there's like that like hush of silence in the arena until the music hits and suddenly everybody realizes what's happening. And the one that I saw, and I'm not even a wrestling fan, but I see it and it almost gives me goosebumps every time from last year is when Edge's music struck up for the first time in nine years and the fans hear his music and all of a sudden they're going crazy because they realize that for the first time in nine years. And then he comes out and you can tell that he's all jacked up. And I was like, that even if you're not a wrestling fan, you can feel like the energy from that it was and, cool because they were able to keep that like pretty hush yeah and so like you hear that mu- and his music's good too and so it's like a pump up and so like he's all running out and he's all excited and you're like this is really cool and i feel like that might have happened with christian had fans been able to actually be there so like i saw the highlight and i was like oh this is really cool but there's just not that same like level of energy that pushes it over to like that iconic moment i agree it so. was it was very cool my wife and i we drew random numbers together and we like assigned those numbers to be our favorites in the yeah. rumble to to cheer for if you will so yeah. kind of didn't cool. didn't it used to be kind of more of like I, w- I wouldn't call it like a joke tournament but didn't it, but it wasn't it more gimmicky like didn't someone show up in a chicken suit one year like way back in the day or something Probably. and there's still some fun entrances like last year in the women's santino morello morella came in dressed as his alter ego, his sister, San, Santina Morella, or his cousin yeah. or something. And he was all, you know, big time female, dude. It was hilarious. I did see, was it Bad Bunny was involved somehow? Bad Bunny performed a song. It was weird. It was different. Did he fight though? Oh, he did come out and like jump on people. Yeah. And then he was on <laughs> Raw Monday night. Oh, yeah. it was? Okay. It was strange. Just like I don't understand what is what is going on right now, but doesn't get um, much more entertaining than that. <laughs> no, but it, I don't know how he got. On Do this. you anyway. know who Bad Bunny is? Did, have you heard of him before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, He's big I, in in like the I'm Spanish not in the music scene. scene. Like you are, my friend. I don't. I won't mess with you. Okay. Yeah. I don't want you to <laughs> pop a cap, skeet skeet. And I don't want you to do it. Yeah. When you look at me, that's that's the first thing you think is hip hop hey. aficionado. <laughs> so. I'm sorry, hey, MC Gingy over here. I don't want to yeah, mess with that's him. Right. Okay. <laughs> Somehow we got to talking about wrestling after U.S. Men's National Team. Oh, no. <laughs> but, now my abs hurt. No, they um, played Sunday. I didn't watch. So oh, because you were away. watching Royal Rumble. Yes. yes. Um, it was the only game of the January camp. They played uh, Trinidad and, and Tobago, I believe, and they won 7-0. So that's better than losing, uh, you know, especially yeah. as we all know what happened when we played Trinidad and Tobago in Trinidad. Redemption, before. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of not really now we're in the world cup right (laughs) is that how that works um i mean you know jesus ferreira was was having a hell of a game he had three assists and and two goals um jonathan lewis had a couple of goals uh kellen acosta was having a hell of a game paul Ariola had two goals and an assist like paul Ariola going to swansea paul Ariola, paul Ariola joining uh jordan morris going to swansea um miles robinson aaron law like so i mean this was an mls camp there were no european players here and it's good i'm kind of out of the out of touch with this i don't know a lot of these names right now and i i need to get back into national team coverage but it's just once we didn't make the world cup my interest immediately was just gone 
probably like much of you listening right now just gone yeah I mean honestly like okay Sebastian Legette he might get some minutes with the first team occasionally Miles Robinson can Kellen Acosta maybe like but but these guys aren't gonna be for for the most part starters like you know you, you can have your debates about Christian Roldan or Walker Zimmerman or or, or whatnot but this is most of, mostly a roster made up of, of depth players. So it's good that they're winning 7-0. I would also venture to guess that this probably wasn't Trinidad's A squad. Uh, I don't know for sure. But what, what I did see Matt Doyle make the point about, which I think is, is pretty good, is that this probably has less to do with the U.S. men's national team from a U.S. soccer standpoint and probably more as a preview to the Olympic team, assuming the Olympics happen, because he was like, the Olympics team is probably going to much uh, almost exclusively be made up of MLS players since they're the ones that probably will be released from their clubs for the tournament. Like Chelsea's not going to release Christian Pulisic to go play with the U S Olympic team. So it's uh I'd say it's better than than nothing, but I don't look at this score and be like, oh, U.S. soccer's back. Or U.S. Right national team's back. Makes sense. So. Uh, it'll be – I'll keep an eye on it. I mean, it's a, we're, we're going and we're going the right direction to win mm-hmm. by that much. That's no easy feat against anyone, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. And, you know, if you look at the stats, we outshot – Trinidad 19 to 2, 12 to 1 on target. Possession was 72 to 28% in favor of the US. This is all very good. It's also against Trinidad. So this is not something that's going to uh going to necessarily translate to World Cup success, but you know, we'll see. So I think that's pretty much what we got for this week, man. You got anything else for, for our listeners? Nah, man, I don't. Let's let's go Chiefs, and uh, hopefully that CBA thing happens, right? We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about that next week, whether we're in a lockout or a lockout has started and ended or we got a new uh, CBA that's been agreed to. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up with all of whatever's happened next week. Lockout? I got to stay home again? That's right. That's what that means. <laughs> any mls fan is not allowed to leave their homes if uh, they don't come to an agreement by thursday at midnight trump's Trump's america great (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah go chiefs uh beat tom brady and uh yeah we'll we'll be back next week but in the meantime make sure you follow us on twitter at no other pod at dan kuzer at jcmax03 like us on facebook facebook.com slash no other pod you can shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com and leave us that five-star rating and review and buy your Tushy Bidet, hellotushy.com slash no other for 10% off. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. MC Gingy, Jimmy Mack, Skeet Skeet. Skeet.